My Eagle enthusiasts, it's Fairway Rolling, presented by FanDuel. Major season is here, and you can get in on all the long drives, big putts, and major moments with FanDuel. Check out live PGA Tour bets like longest drive, round leaders, matchups, birdie or better, and more. Plus, track every shot in the app and watch select par three holes while you place your bets. Download the app today and bet with FanDuel, the official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. You must be 21 years old or older and present in select states. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Today on Shack House, we're going to talk all things Genesis Open and this week in Tiger Woods. It was a great, great uh, Genesis Open here at Riviera. And, of course, it was a great weekend because the Chromesoft house is now in stores. Uh, go out and get your X, your Chromesoft, and do watch that new flow motion video. Or did you watch it, House? I watched it. Here's what I was looking for, Shaq. I was looking for the graphene. You know, not not the gangrene, Ooh. but the Ooh. graphene. <laughs> this apparently the, the... Well, check it out. The, the, the flow motion the most... video... <laughs> It's yeah. on the Callaway Golf YouTube page, and it uh, is a nice reminder that Callaway Chrome Soft Golf Balls are made in the USA. Hey, let's go to the Shack House. Welcome to the Shack House, part of the Ringer Podcast Network, which is also home to House of Carbs and theringer.com, where you can find some amazing NBA All-Star Weekend coverage. Greetings, House, from uh, somewhere in Santa Monica Canyon here at Pacific Palisades. I'm still at the Media Center. It was a, a beautiful, unbelievable week here at Riviera. I don't know how much you got to saw, but wow, did we have amazing weather. What, what a fun, fun week here at the Riv. Yeah, so this was another example of the West Coast swing yeah, taking I didn't all, go there. all that <laughs> it has to, to, you know, all, everything about the um, way it appears on television. Um, the guys in short sleeves, and and it snowed here Saturday. Snowed here on the <laughs> East Coast. We got it. I mean, it, it was about probably six hours coming down heavy. Ooh. Enough for uh, now. It's mostly melted off because we had forty five degree day here, at least in DC. So most of the snow is gone. But uh, I'm I'm watching yesterday afternoon, and uh, you earlier in the week were sending pictures of the food trucks and, and you know <laughs> the lobster roll. You know, I'm not. I'm still on chili. I mean, yeah. I'm literally eating chili on on Saturday, watching you know the replay. Um, but you know, I, I that's the whole point, right? That's why what what this West Coast swing's all about. Well, it is. It's a variety week to week. I was just thinking about that. Um, that you know, it's just so unique to have desert courses and courses on the ocean, and then Riviera is near the ocean, but it's Kikuya grass and a totally different dynamic. And then this year. The weather was not a factor, thankfully. We have plenty of years here that the weather's going to be an issue. I mean, we had some Santa Ana winds in the morning. And by the way, how uh, freakish, how similar the draws ended up being. I apologize to all those, but uh, the weather ended up being a morning wind, an afternoon sea breeze, a light one, and uh, we didn't quite get one of the big winds that I thought would hurt the afternoon. Yeah, so you uh, were, we were, we, we, we made some yeah. forecasting. We tried to help. Oh, I stunk this week. Well, no, I mean, we, we both had one guy, pretty much. I had Martin Laird uh, on a top 20 play, and you encouraged folks to, to go ahead and make a little investment in James Hahn. 
And yeah. the rest of our picks, you know, I had some guys. I wondered when Shay Shay Reevy was going to close. You know, Shay Shay Reevy, that that fantastic establishment has been all the rage. Lines out the door to Shay Reevy. Shay Shay Reevy shut it down this week. Yeah, he did. So he had a nice run, nice West Coast swing. A lot of the usual characters had their fun on the West Coast, and we probably won't hear from them for a while. But that's okay. That's how they subsidize their income, and it's their time of year. James Hahn did have a nice week. It, uh, he, he teased me for a while there, and I thought he was going to position himself. But it was a really bizarre tournament in, here in that how packed the leaderboard was. Usually Riviera separates just a little bit more, but House of Green's – I don't know if it was it came through on television, but the greens are so firm here, and they weren't they never got that shine that that brownness or the purple. But when you walk on them, it was shocking. It just shows how good, uh, how crisply the players hit the ball, how good the grooves are. Uh, let's be honest, they 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 really help them a lot, and these guys keep their grooves so sharp. And the the tour van guys, you know, are switching stuff out, and it it really showed on a week like this because you know I I know. Riviera's greens, I know firmness, and when I walked out on them, I was just, I was just astonished at how good a lot of the iron shots and that we saw were, where they take the one bounce and then just check. So it was, uh, but that also brought the field together, and it looked like we were going to have kind of a uh, an a, a incredible pile up for a while there, and then Bubba Watson, two time winner here already, and um, he just becomes a different human being here, and and it's it's just fascinating to watch. What a week he had! I mean, it seems like every every one of these wins, he's had a crazy week. And this week, he <laughs> uh, he's at the celebrity all star game at Staples. He plays his uh, his second round, and he drives down there. How cool is that? Then he goes and heaves up a beautiful air ball and gets swatted into aisle. 14 by Tracy McGrady. It, and he it was, wins the Genesis Open. Yeah, I mean, it was it was mega Bubba. I mean, it was the most <laughs> Bubba of all Bubbas. But here's the thing. I, I want to uh, uh, make a quick comment on, on the speed of the greens. And, you know, one, one thing I feel like we missed, uh, it was a, uh, a stat I saw in the handful of days leading up um, to the start of, of the play. And I'm sorry. Actually, you know what? I think I saw it on Thursday after everybody teed off, which is this fact. I I believe it to be the case that um, the winner of uh, the Genesis Open, the LA Open, this event at Riviera, for some number of years in a row has been at least 30 years old. And I hmm, think yeah. that, that that is hmm. uh, a reflection of the kind of challenge that, that Riviera poses, the strategic nature of it, and... Um, you know, kind of, uh, it requires a, both a, an emotional maturity, but also a game maturity, because of the decision making off the tee and the positioning off the tee that's so crucial. Especially with what appears to have been done in the way of some architectural impactings. You know, the trees on thirteen and and whatever's gone on at ten. Let me let me hear you talk about that. Well, that's fascinating. You say that because I hadn't given that any thought at all and then so I went with the Bubba Watson Cameron Smith Patrick Cantlay group today and I would say that those two youngsters uh Cantlay and Smith and and they are very young players still and immensely talented but there is no question that they hit a few shots that that really kind of cost them and they were shots that I watched at the time thinking ooh strategically that that really wasn't your brightest play there and Bubba made a couple of mistakes, but his mistakes were looked to me more like execution than mental. And and he just carves his way around the course so beautifully. And he was so patient today. That's what was so fun to watch. You know, yesterday he attacked and and shot uh, 65. 65, 65 yeah. and, Shaq. Um, and and then today he kind of recognized that the the golf course was definitely tougher and one where you had to be patient and and then nothing against Cantley and Smith who who both played very nicely but they definitely had moments where you felt like they were a little bit um young and Riviera does expose all sorts of things and we'll get to Tiger in a bit uh, you know it exposed a lot of mistakes for him and and really this week because of the firmness and the speed of the greens it uh, heightened uh, every mistake, and it's hard for people to picture it. I know every year Gary McCord explains Kikuya on the air, and and you see balls hit those fringes, but it and their Matt Morton and his crew have got them firmer and tighter 
than ever before and getting the ball to advance out of them. But, House, it's still very hard to explain to people how difficult it is to chip around this golf course or even to approach the greens because everything around it is it's, it's just got a, enough softness and then the, the contrast with the firmness of the greens is just bizarre. It's different than anything else in golf. I've always thought the collars and approaches should be uh, another grass, a Bermuda grass or something that allows it to, to, to allows people to run the ball up more. Because Kukui is just, just a great fairway grass, but it's just goofy around the greens. Um, so it's not my it's, – it's, it's, it's bizarre. But it takes experience uh, to, to deal with it, and it takes a little bit of patience too. There was a very cool uh, example of what you're describing – uh, on on uh, Saturday's round, where uh, Phil, I think it was twelve, um, went uh, just a little bit off. Um, he was maybe four feet off, and he elected to chip. And you know, two or three groups later, and he chipped it close. And you know, of course, Phil did Phil. Um, but the guys were commenting on kind of the wisdom of that play because it was a very puttable ball. But the commentators um, were observing, I don't remember who, uh, were saying, you know, that because of, of the Kukuyu and, and the unpredictability and the stickiness of it, that the chip is probably the play. And not two or three groups later, I'm almost positive it was Cantlay who had it. And it looks so puttable, but he, he you know, he, he couldn't judge how hard to hit it. And it was a downhiller. So it got caught up in the Kikuyu and, st- and left him Kikuyu, left him like a six footer or something. Now he made it because he's a badass, but um, it was a real prime example of what you what you're describing. I also and I want to talk about ten before we get to Bubba. I want I want your views on how Bubba got to be Bubba again because I have okay. a theory. But um, ten because uh, I, I, it it fits this what you're, you're describing in the terms of. The tenth hole, indeed. Yes. This, this, the the uniqueness of of that the grass and and you know sort of um, the challenges posed. Ryan Moore mm. on Saturday had what looked to be one of the most unfair experiences uh, I've seen. Now, I don't know if other guys encountered this as well. Did you see Ryan Moore on ten on Saturday? I did. Yes, I did. I was behind the green. Yes. So you you saw him from under the trees. It took him a long time to figure out what kind of shot Everything he wanted takes to him hit. a long time, House. <laughs> Everything takes him a long time. When he decides which hole in his belt loop, and he is looking more svelte. Congratulations, yes. Ryan. Yeah, tightened but it up right? very that's, nicely. That's, that's 45 seconds in the morning to figure out which hole he's, he's, he's looping that belt through. Oh, my. Anyway, well, please go on. In any event. Painful. It, well, <laughs> he, he hit a shot to like six feet or so. And it had just a little bit of side action, the chip shot, and it ended up all the way off the green, all the way at the bottom of the hill, leaving him, you know, with with a third shot, um, you know, because he drove the ball into the the tree line. The second shot looked like it was going to give him six feet for birdie, and it ended up, you know, all the way at the bottom on the other side of the hill. And it was just the, you know, 10 just felt a little tricked out. That's all. Yeah, it's it's it has spilled over the edge and is now a uh, it's a it's just a bizarre hole and it's one loathed by the players, which is really unfortunate uh, for such a great hole. I can't re- think of one player this week that said they love that hole or they love playing it. Um, I had some conversations that were really fun with players and and um i didn't hear anybody even come close to liking it at this point and i don't blame them it, it we, we've had a drought um so everything is is um as dry as can be here uh, as kukuya can be and the green uh is just it just is so small and it sits on that little spot and the margin for error is is uh is absurd and uh it really is uh, <laughs> There's still skill involved in certain hole locations, but there there is quite a bit of luck involved, and a lot of the strategy and cool angles and things are uh, really kind of uh, not making a whole lot of sense right now. And they're really, I'm not even sure. I I love to beg people to lay up. I I begged Bryce and DeChambeau to consider it, and you can imagine how far I got there in that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I did get the last laugh getting to watch him in the first round, leave one in the in the bunker, um, and he and he he 
he did look at me as he walked off the green, and I just said, "It's just, it's just a thought." And he, he, he sort of gave one of those, those kind of snorting laughs, uh, yep. which I don't know. If that was really I, the time for me to have conveyed that to him. But well, Shaq, um, you know, the rule is no laying up, Shaq. So you know. exactly, yeah. yeah, I know, I know. And uh, well, he would lay up on a hole, I think, if he had figured out a way that it was uh, smart for him. And that, that's no, why I sure. enjoy a conversation with him about it. Yeah, some guys just don't even want to go there. But yeah, so it's a. It's a little bit of a goofy hole in a year like this where everything's so dry. If we yeah. had some rain, it, it would be more palatable. But they've they've played with it too much, and it's 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 like that uh, thing that's been uh, injected too much with Botox and and pulled and pried at, and it, it's just um, uh, it's a it's a it's still fascinating to watch, and it's still exciting to have it in the in the midst of the round the way it is with the eleventh hole after it. It's such a that's what's so cool about Riviera House is the ebb and flow of the design. Uh, I mean, you just look at today. We were looking at the leaderboard, and Spieth was out ahead, and there he was, three under. And if he birdies ten and eleven, even just one of them, uh, wow! Suddenly he's really in the mix, going in the back nine, yep. and he ends up he ends up seven under uh, par, and he ends up shooting uh, thirty five on the back. But those two pars, wow! If he makes those two birdies. Suddenly, he is really in the mix, and that, and we've seen that here many times. And I love that about you know this course again compared to the other West Coast swing courses. Totally different ebb and flow to the to the rounds with um, the first hole being easy and the last hole being hard and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's just a it's a it's a fun course that way. Well, that's the perfect segue, Shaq, into this very important question for today, which is how did Bubba get his Bubba back? <laughs> Well, he got his weight back, but he won't tell us why he was ill or what it was. It's it's a paper cut or something like that. But he, well, obviously, House, he has two courses on the PGA Tour that he likes and he can play well, Riviera and Augusta. So I'm <laughs> um, just getting here is part of the, I think, the uh, the biggest hurdle. And, and don't underestimate how much uh, mojo he gets from that whole all-star appearance and going down there and seeing his buddy Bieber and um, and, and letting uh, Tracy McGrady put him in his place and, and Bubba claimed Bubba had some great lines about that. You know, he was trying to help him uh, get a 10-day contract and pad his uh, block shot total and all that fun stuff. But um, and the air ball was a was a, an attempted uh, alley oop, stuff like that. So he he gets a lot of confidence a confidence from all that, and I think he it's fun for him and it kind of makes him remo- it feel like a, a star. Of course, he goes down there and they're, they're, most of people are like, "Who's this? Who's right. that skinny guy?" Right? right. <laughs> they don't know who he is. Sure. Uh, and he even told a funny story about that with Tracy McGrady's son. Yeah, he had no clue. And um, but. I, you know, just watching him play, it's just, it was exact same Bubba as the, the, the years that he won here. He just, just creative, hitting the ball both ways, can hit a big draw, big cut, and can putt these greens beautifully, play some, plays quickly for but, the most part. And it's just, um, it's fascinating to see. I mean, you look at his stats, though, you know, and it wasn't anything life-changing. You know, we got into the stats a lot with Tiger and obsessed about it, but, you know, 46 of 72 greens and... 32 of 56 fairways. These are nice numbers, but uh, you know everything just kind of adds up to solid and good, uh, decent enough scrambling and good putting, and uh, the power when he needs the power, and then he can hit iron off a bunch of tees and hit it a long way. So it's it's uh, it just sounds like he also is his wife uh, has let him know that uh, you know there's a point where. The whining and the feeling sorry for himself and all the other neuroses just got really old. That kind of came out in his press conference today. Um, so that was uh, interesting to hear that that she had had uh, kind of uh, put the, her foot down and and set him straight a little bit. Well, I, that that uh, is interesting to me because the biggest change in in to my way of thinking and my observation is his golf ball. Oh, and, oh, that was a sore subject in the press conference. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning what? Did somebody ask him about it? Oh, yeah. Oh, it came up. And, oh, and what was up. his reaction? I mean, what is there uh, to be sore about? He, house, he changes equipment all the time. He's got different ping irons all the time. He's got different uh, woods, loves his ping, blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, he was... Uh, he was not very thrilled with that question. Well, I admire. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I admire the the loyalty. You know, I'm sure he got a humongous check for for playing those balls. 
Yeah. But that's the one noteworthy difference between last season when he completely fell off the map. Yeah. And, and you know, a trend line this season that, again, you know, looks like we're getting a version of Bubba that th- this is like a, a, a total bonus because you and I were talking at the very outset of, of our season about how excited we were with the array of talent because guys aren't hurt and guys are, are ready and, you know, we're catching Tigers back. So it's like a, you know, 15 to 20 deep in terms of interesting guys who can compete yeah. and win. And by golly, a couple of that, a couple of those observations validated already. Jason Day, you know, went out and, and won at Tory, you know, a name from last year. And, and DJ, you know, looked like he was poised to just run away with the whole thing and, you know, ha- has a... a um, a stumble for him, which is still a top twenty finish yeah. at, at at Riv. But l- nobody said anything about Bubba being back. If Bubba's no. back, I mean that really changes the whole deal, doesn't it? It does. It really does. And the other thing he, he touched on, bes- I mean, besides the poo pooing the the ball idea that 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 was important. And of course, watching how he plays, he he needed to play a real golf ball. But the um, the Ryder Cup thing that we thought uh, some of us thought would be a a wake up call for him getting passed over. He brought that up today in the press conference. And I think it did, it finally has sunk in that um, he needed to change a few things. And he, he added the career builders and he, he's done some things with his life that, that are different in his approach. It took about a year between the, so it was a year with that ball. And, mm-hmm. then, and, then, yeah. and then this finally coming to uh, realize that he was given a gift in that, in that being the 14th captain and really, even though they really didn't want him there and he was seventh in points and that it, it did, is a reason to uh, motivate oneself. And now he talked to us after in the sort of the non TV part about how much he uh, wants to go there. And uh, Bubba in France will be quite fascinating given his, his past there with some of his, his thoughts on the place, but I'm with you. It's such, I'm, I, you know, I have my feelings about him when you, you, you see him on the, the lousy side of Bubba, but when, when he's on, and he's in a great mood. He is so much fun, and I just I love watching him play. The artistry of it, and in the and and the feel, and 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 you know, clearly he loves Riviera. He spoke about how it allows him to visualize things so easily, and and he it does. It just it's a beautiful shot shapers course, and it's why Hogan loved the place so much. And most tour courses don't do that and get your your juices flowing if you're somebody like him he's so retro he's so uh you know, trevino and and just old school in terms of that and he has a little trevino in him too and the stubbornness so that's uh something that the difference is that he loves augusta and trevino hated augusta but yeah fantastic for the sport and i'm i'm just thrilled that uh maybe we'll we'll have this great run and and uh he just adds one more f- player to the mix. I did not see what his master's odds were prior to this week house, but I did see he's now down to 28 to one. Yeah. Well, I'm going to buy right yeah, away. I, I mean, I, you know, <laughs> if, here's You're the gonna thing. You're going to have the whole field by the time we're done with. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm only on three or four guys right now. Uh, the one thing about Bubba that you that you one tends to forget, Pro Tracer was made for Bubba Watson. I know. I, I mean, know. it is. I thought he, he was showing off with it on fifteen today. I mean, he's, <laughs> he he started it so far left. I'm like, he's just doing that for the the tracer. But lucky, you know, the thing that that I I felt like on Saturday when he hit the ball into the trees on thirteen and it ended up in the middle of the fairway, I saw Bubba's going to win, and that would have been a good moment for a dummy like me to jump on and look at the live odds and see what. I could have got Bubba at. Now he was in the lead at that point, so it wouldn't have been ter- terrific odds. But you could have probably still got him at you know five to yeah, one, yeah, six yeah. to one, ten, maybe higher than that. Uh, but that would—that's when it felt like it was going to be his tournament. And then he chipped in on what was the chip in on Saturday? I know today he chipped in on fourteen, which was you yeah, know, that was that was wild. the clincher. That was the clincher. It was, it, and and the, and the and the reaction was phenomenal. And then he 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 told the whole story afterwards. It was great fun about. Uh, that he that he hit it pretty quickly because he really had to go to the bathroom and and he and uh, he and Cameron Smith had a, a little fun joke about that. All so right. you'll see that in some of the stories. But good. Um, anyway, so I think that's about we we need to get to the, the to the big cat. But uh, uh, of course we have to of course discuss House. What everybody was talking about last week, the Calloway won the driver count at the Chubb Classic. I mean that was huge, right? 
the the rogue. Where is back with the, where the was the break. chub this week? The, ch- the chub. He was it, on the champions, the PGA the ch- Tour. The chub down in Naples. That's right. Yeah, you know, Callaway took the top spot despite the fact that they only had three staffers in the field house. Now think about that: three staffers in the field, and you win the driver count on the champions tour. That means that ninety percent of the guys using it, and we know those guys do not like to spend money if they don't have to. I mean, they're not walking into the shop and. Well, maybe they are. I don't know. A couple of them. You never know. But anyway, <laughs> that's a pretty cool stat. They're using the Sub-Zero, I think, out there on the Champions Store. And uh, it's uh, pretty awesome to see the adoption of Rogue by the old guys and uh, out here on the uh, regular tour. And the LPGA, they're loving it. So, Well, I just want to uh, – did you see uh, Phil's T-ball on 18 today? I did not. I did oh, not. I gave okay. up on him uh, when he when he uh, bogeyed fifteen. I, I know. I devoted my time to the people uh, named Bubba. Well, another top top ten finish for Phil. So we like this trend line. But Three in he, a row. That's he, the first time since I think two thousand and nine for him. Which that's going to make him very happy going to Augusta when he he's is hitting his, fairways. His I'm telling you, when he's hitting fairways, and I know he's got the rogue bomber in there. I don't, it's got to be the sub zero. The, he is he is right there with with kids that are twenty years younger than him. He is it's hitting the yeah. effing daylights with, out of the ball. It is. It's amazing the clubhead speed. Same with Tiger, who we're going to talk about in a minute. Well, but you're going to you, remind me of how I'm going to sleep well soon. Yes. I, well, I was going to say that the, the that's the difference between this this week's event and last week's event. There was some genuine interest, some genuine uh, uh, tension this week. So I wasn't worried about falling asleep. But if if I had been inclined to fall asleep, I tell you the Helix uh, sleep mattress. There's nobody on the planet like you, Shaq. So why would you buy a mattress built for everyone else? Working with the world's leading sleep experts, Helix Sleep developed a mattress that is customized to your specific height, weight, and sleep preferences so you can have the best sleep of your life at an unbeatable price. Here is how it works. Go to helixsleep.com. They give you a little two-minute sleep quiz. They want to know what kind of sleeper you are. They will design for you a custom mattress. They can even customize one side for you and one for your partner. In 2018, Helix Sleep has taken customized sleep to the next level with the Helix Pillow. The all-new pillows are fully adjustable so you can achieve perfect comfort regardless of sleep position or body type. Helix Sleep has thousands of Five-star reviews, plus you get 100 nights to try them out. For a limited time, Shaq, get $50 off your mattress order when you go to helixsleep.com slash shackhouse. That's helixsleep.com slash shackhouse. Helixsleep.com slash shackhouse. 50 bucks off. Do it today. So, House, uh, that latest Shack House you just yelled out reminded me that I believe I did some very important demographic research this week here at Riviera. And I can tell you that based on the number of Shack Houses that I got screamed at, and of course, you know, people are looking at grown men yelling that out at me and thinking, what is wrong with them? Um, Tiger, There's nothing wrong with them. Tigers, They're great, great tiger, Americans. They, and they, were, they like their tiger. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, it was about a 10 to 1 ratio on shack houses with a tiger gallery versus a, uh, a Bubba gallery. So we thank you. I thank uh, all the nice people who said hello this week and uh, appreciate you coming out uh, to, to the Riv, at, even though the ticket was $65 at the gate. Yeah. Um, but the weather was pretty sublime. And the man was here, and it was so fun having him here. I'm a little bummed. That he left for the weekend. On the other hand, it uh, did allow me to see some other golfers <laughs> since I had to follow every shot. And I wrote uh, four columns on him this week uh, for Golf Week. That, that, that's enough. I have all I've said all I can about the man. But what do you want to know, House? What do you think? What did you see? What uh, What was your reaction to uh, a miscut, a uh, 72-76 performance at Riviera where he's never had a great track record to begin with? Right. So he, here's the thing I'm interested in hearing. Your diagnosis for the number one ailment that is uh, he's he's confronted with at at the moment. We obviously know he's having a problem with cutting the golf ball with his driver. You know he's he still can't hit that cut that he wants, and we saw that he had putting challenges. But I don't think that yeah, was yeah. that no. was the if we did the real diagnostic, that wasn't those those two things were kind of obvious. What would you say was the thing that was befalling him? 
Definitely the iron play, and he knows it, and, and, and it was almost shocking how bad a couple of the iron shots were, either middle of the fairway, but mostly the ones on the par threes. Uh, those par three iron shots he hit both days at the sixth hole and one at the fourth hole and a few others, uh, one at 14, it was unbelievable. If he does those at the Bear Trap uh, this week at the uh, Honda, you're going to get the, uh, the the NBC. Oh, no, NBC's not doing it this week. Sorry, it's the CBS crew doing the uh, doing the, the, the sound. Hopefully they'll have the, the, the NBC tradition of the microphones by the lakes and you'll get the big kaplunks if he hits those i mean these and these would be uh not even getting near the rocks you know we won't get any ricocheting these will be right in the in the uh, serious kaplunk zone and that's um that's to me what stood out as something that had him and had him a little bit i think uh confused as well that that he would hit some so bad um, off the tee. The driver, you know, the second round, he brought the left side in play, which he had bragged about earlier in the week that he that he didn't have as an issue. The right shot is weird, and Rory touched on it after the round. There's a spin issue he's having with his, his uh, driver. He changed shafts, but the way the ball's coming off the face, when he misses it a little bit, he, he still hits some beauties, but when he misses it, it takes this weird ball flight and it's almost a knuckleball thing that that veers right and so but again I felt like driving wise I know the numbers weren't great but um and the day he was missing it left he was not missing it badly left and he um, was giving himself chances but the iron play was just uh really really hurt him and really really the difference in the sound and everything when you compared it to McElroy and and Thomas was was noticeable so, so so do we have a uh, forecast? I, I'm interested in your take on on this. So at consecutive weeks, um, it, it it feels almost like a, a you know a sin to to observe this. He's never won at Riviera, and he's never won at the PGA National. Um, yeah, and he's playing the, these two venues that are notoriously tough uh, yeah. tracks. Um, now he has had some success. At PGA National, the very last round that he played there was in 2012, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I think he shot 62 that day, charging Ooh, yeah. from way behind. Now, Rory ended up winning uh, that event. But uh, what, what's your feeling on, on Tiger getting around at, out there at PGA National? I think a, a made cut will be a big uh, a hurdle and accomplishment this week. It just uh, The short game was sensational. He didn't putt as well as the second round. Um, but he he um, it's just strange. He, he hit a couple of of shots that weren't great around the greens, but mostly he made some amazing up and downs and and he had the, the I thought the best looking short game in the group uh, with Thomas and McElroy for the most part. But uh, yeah, I just think uh, right now that's going to be kind of the, the next goal is just make the cut there and and go from there. The the, the thing that's frustrating in watching House is that. He's enjoying what he's doing. Again, he looks like he's he loves being out there. He loved being out there with Rory and Justin Thomas and and being the big cat and having a huge crowd and bringing the energy back to this place on a weekday that doesn't happen and he knows that. He feeds off of that. Um so that's the so so there's no sense that he's uncomfortable physically or mentally. I mean, there were a couple tee shots where I thought no, he just didn't feel good about that tee shot, and he just hit it and, and knew it was it was just not happening. The, yeah. the 11th hole, the second day, the one that stayed up in the tree. He yeah. no longer watches it. As soon as it's bad, you 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 can't you have to watch the ball. You can't go off his body language. He doesn't. Uh, he he just goes for the tee no matter what. The twirl is you know a good getaway. But so that's the weird part. You feel like he's he feels good. He looks good. He's having fun, and then the the, the and then he makes birdie. Starts off nicely, a couple pars, birdie, and then there's a dumb bogey, uh, and, and then another birdie, and then another bo- bogey, and it's it's up and down. And I think that's just the rust. I think it's just that, uh, you know, he really just – he says he hasn't played much golf in two years. I, I would argue that, that it goes even back more than that. And so I think that, that the only thing that bothers me, House, is I he, – he's so good on the course now and chatting with his – Peers, any kid who yells out "Tiger" around the tees, unless he's right about ready to hit a shot, he acknowledges them uh, through balls to kids, which he just never used to do. And um, 
it's almost like he's not concentrating enough, if that makes sense, that he's almost the focus is so loose that he's not um, he's not, you know, 100 percent old Tiger. And, and maybe that's what he just plans to do. He's never going to be the, the Ben Hogan Hawk guy again. And, well, he and maybe, you know, that's fine. It's but interesting. Uh, he he said that, um, you know, the thing that he's trying to do here is is basically uh, I'm going to um, paraphrase here for, for a moment. He's basically trying to find that muscle memory again in yeah, terms of yeah. tournament golf. But, you know, it may be that he only I don't know how much he needs um, to, to be effective because I think. Uh, uh, sort of in, in terms of the emotional intelligence that you're describing, um, that I, when when he gets the game part locked in and he's got that sort of comfort level where he is, you know, sort of more in touch with uh, his, his his surroundings. He's not back in that, um, you know, c- the the world be damned mode. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I honestly think that that's going to be pretty interesting combination. I mean, all this is building to to just a, a, an impeccably tantalizing Augusta. I mean, that's the way I feel right now. Yeah, and I think he – that's the thing that you sense around him is that he just – I didn't feel like other than a few shots where he barked out a comment uh, at the stupidity of the play, you know, just an uphill chip where he'd leave it five feet above the hole and, and an impossible little downhiller. Um, yeah, there were a couple times he really got mad at himself. But otherwise, I didn't sense the this, this urgency that he needed to really start buttoning this up now. And and But it also House wasn't – I didn't sense that he uh, feels that way because he just doesn't care anymore. I just think he's kind of on a, a Ben Hogan – uh, plan to to really focus on the majors and everything else. He just really, ultimately, is is about just uh, getting out there and performing and enough and walking and hitting shots and getting used to everything again. And I I think that's a fantastic approach. But I do think at some point his patience is going to start to run out when he doesn't perform basics that he used to do without even thinking. And that's you know a yeah. six iron on a par three. Uh, and missing the green eight yards short, where again here at Riviera you're not in a lake, but you're in a lake at at at, at the Bear Trap at uh, uh, the Honda, and you're in Race Creek at Augusta, and things like that. Yeah, well, so, he uh, he needs four yeah. rounds. He needs to make cuts. That's the important thing. So, but uh, it was that for us here. I can just tell you, in LA, it was it was sensational. The size of the crowd. You know, it was very cold. Well, I'm sorry. How dare for you? Us, Don't for you us, dare use that word. You know, it's in the in the, the it was, low fifties with a little less Santa pleasant Anna. than usual. Okay, it's very it was, crisp in the it was morning. Less, it was sweater weather. Congratulations! Exactly. Yeah, two layers, and it's a hard course to get to, and the 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 price was a little bit high, I think, and the um, outpouring of uh, of interest and support to come out and see him. Early, then the crowd goes a little ugly on Friday, and Rory called that out. Justin Thomas called it out, and uh, but again, it was it was uh, sensational. And it's amazing how many kids come out and love Tiger, and yeah, they've never seen him play in his prime uh, or well, look, frankly is- at all. So anyway, that all that was a home run. His foundation, everything's going really well here with the tournament. Genesis is a sponsor that's going to put a lot into this, and so he. You could sense there's a pride in uh, having brought this, being a part of this kind of coming back. And this tournament really had been kind of neglected. And so I I love seeing that you can sense that from him. You know, he wouldn't even throw us those bones. By the way, his Wednesday or Tuesday press conference went on forever. He was phenomenal. He just was giving great answers and was in no hurry to leave. And none of the rounds, uh, the post-round interviews was he in a hurry to leave. So all that is just like he's a different guy. It's it's uh, it's great fun to get to cover him when he's like this. Well, so now we have uh, the opportunity to observe, you know, whether or not that is the, the kind of prevailing dynamic with the Tigray because he's, yeah. he's, he's basically going home. I mean, he could sleep in his own bed if he was inclined uh, this week coming up at, 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 at the uh, at the Honda. Honda Classic. Yeah, no, I know, and 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 uh, you know, it's 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 a hometown homecoming, mm. and in what you're describing in terms of the 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 fans and you know the outpouring, 
and his sort of ability to navigate it and his disposition and all of the what you're talking about in terms of his friendliness with the press and the press conferences. Let's see. This is a real good test of where his head is at. And that's really what we're talking about right now, because I, I subscribe to the idea that the game will get there. Like, I'm not worried about the game coming. I, the the, the um, consistency of the short game is what is, you know, to me, the most, you know, uh, again, tantalizing aspect of, of feeling like he's back. Because I think he'll figure out driver before uh, the first week of April. And I think he'll have the, the irons um, worked out as well. As long as that short game stays, you know, in, in kind of the kind of shape that it's in right now. But we, what we want to see is his headspace, right? The, I don't yeah. want him psyching himself out. So I, I like, uh, you know, coming into this week. And we got another great field this week, Shaq. Yeah, and the Honda always does uh, attract. Yeah, they're the guys who like the West Coast guys. Uh, there's, they're the Florida guys, and this is their bread and butter. And um, and I, I am impressed they have a great field because there has been – a slow erosion of of affinity for this course. It looks to me, House, like his last, by the way, his last Florida performance was the uh, WGC Cadillac at uh, Doral in 2014. 14, so, wow. Uh, it's been been a little while, but um, he'll be glad to get back on his new native turf. The uh, Kikuya and Poa was something that he'd kind of forgotten about how difficult it is. And this is really all Kikuya. You know, Torrey Pines is, is kind of masked. So, um, but yeah, I, I think everything you said is is uh, is very true, and, and it's um, it's uh, all in all very positive. And he, we here in LA, of course, are very grateful because it's it's just rejuvenated the the event. No matter what, uh, how many days he played, I don't know if you noticed how you probably can't tell from television, but the crowd today was as big as any crowd I've seen since uh, the the Fred Couples heyday years in the '90s when uh, he was like Mr. L.A. and and everybody loved to come out and see Freddie. So that's Tiger again. Once there we again. go. So uh, I have done no research on the Honda Classic, and based on the general crappiness of my picks this week, it's probably best that I have stayed away from looking at the Honda. Um, so the only thing I can do is, as I sit here in the media center and. It's it's me and Mark Williams of the PGA Tour left. Uh, I can I can look at the scores and tell you who played well this week. But uh, did you uh, have any advance uh, scouting oh, efforts uh, uh, to reveal? Is, I'm with to you. The masses? It's, it's just too early uh, okay. for us to weigh in. And I think what we should do the same thing we did this past week, which is you know yeah. come Wednesday we'll compare some notes on Twitter and try and give out you know a couple more winners. Now you know. We, we, we probably talked about uh, six names each or, or, or so, and we had one name from each of those groups, one, one name from your crew and one from mine. we got to do a little bit better than that. Um, yeah. And I, don't, I haven't yet you know, figured out what kind of uh, defining characteristic or trait that I want to point to as, as being you know, sort of the key, other than you know, the, the guys that are putting great um, at this event. You know, this is this is uh, one where the where the putter has to work. Now, Sergio makes his U.S. Yes, debut, his debut this week. Yeah, yeah, and he has some great experience at this at this venue. So that's just a name I'll throw out there early. A guy that I'm psyched to see is um, Kiradesh, Afi Barnrat, uh, oh, making yes. his U.S. debut, um, hot off the heels of winning in Perth in right. the sixes, right? Yeah, last man in the match play, and he uh, pulled off the big win. He's a great player. It's going to be fun to see what he does. Hopefully, he'll dress better. <laughs> I love the way he dresses. I don't don't oh, you do oh, you you do you, Barnrat. Don't change a damn thing. Pete you Weber uh, special. Oh my lord, those, it's outstanding. Those, oh, the lime greens and the oh yeah We got Sergio, um, Justin Thomas, Tiger, uh, Patton Kazire, who you know. Mm. Rory, who's won here, I mean, it's a pretty damn good field. Four out of the top 10, 10 out of the top 25. Uh, yeah. You know, th th that's some, some wattage. It um, is. It is. And I'm not ready to, to do anything okay. names-wise yet. Well, then we'll take to the Twitter with some some thoughts, and I'll uh, look at uh, a few things myself because I'm, I'm kind of curious. And uh, I did get to see 
I didn't get to see as many players this week as I normally do because I was on Tiger duties for for golf week, but uh, I saw enough to probably have some some thoughts and and uh, see who's kind of the of the Florida guys who are going to perk up. I will say I really enjoyed watching Cameron Smith today and and Patrick Cantlay if they played a little. If he played a little faster, I'd really enjoy watching him. But he was he was a fun one this week, House. It was really neat. So uh, last thing I just wanted, but I do want to tell you about this because it's a really fascinating thing for our sport. Um, you know, we have a hard time getting the guys down here to the media center now. They really want to come off the the green, get a f- few quotes out there, and and move on. And he was here's somebody who has really struggled with interviews, and he came down and he was so good. Uh, at answering questions and and so many of the writers here, some of them. Have covered Are you talking him about Patrick? Patrick Cantley, yeah. Okay. Excuse me. Yeah, he came down twice this week to the media center, and just the whole setting and the situation and his personality started to come through. He's obviously matured and and he's been through a lot and has repressed a lot of emotion and and is very you know he doesn't suffer fools. Uh, he's, he really doesn't like dumb questions and he's kind of got a Duval thing going there. But it was really a breakthrough week for him here with a, uh, in terms of the eyes of the press and um, and it just it was a reminder too of, of how bad the interviews are when they we get people just off the round and when we have just you know ten twelve minutes to sit there and ask follow ups and and. Yeah, just throw out random stuff. You know, did you ever come out to the tournament and things like that? And then all of a sudden he was telling this great story about going to the Masters. He didn't want to be there. He just lost a tournament. He told this great story about sitting on the putting green watching Ben Crenshaw just just roll 60-footers down to within a few feet of the hole, just having a good time and all feel. And then he just said, I turned over to my my right, and there was VJ, and he was hooked up to these sensors, and there were four people uh, analyzing every little move he made and every putt, and they were measuring it. And he just said, I I learned at that moment that the kind of putter – and player I wanted to be and, and yeah, just stuff like that. So it was really neat for us to kind of get to know him a little bit better. And, and, um, you know, he's somebody who I've always kind of thought, Hmm, there's, he just is really, he either really resents us or he just doesn't have much to say. And I, I have a totally new perspective on him and yeah, he ended up T4 and minus nine and another great UCLA performance here at Riviera. So yeah. just, uh, wanted to throw that out there is just another, one of those fun little things that, uh, that, that I get to enjoy as, uh, as a perk of the job, uh, and, um, getting to spend some time with some of these guys. And, and well, it, I, it was very cool. Let me ask you this. Now I said his name and I can't recall whether it was on the show or whether it was, in our, our prep, as I was kind of saying, you know, here's a way I'm looking for some real dark horses. And he, there was odds for him. Um, you know, I was just looking at guys' odds to win a major. And I mentioned him. And I and you you uh, you gave me a hard time. What, what's me? your what, Yes. No. <laughs> no, can't, it can't, must not have been on the show. No, Do, no, would no, you, no, no. Would, what, have you changed your mind any? I mean, if I, if I, if I told you I put a little something taste on the idea of him winning a major and it was like in the 50 to one neighborhood, is that, is that still wasted money? On who? I'm sorry. I oh, had Patrick, a on your guy, Patrick oh, Cantley. Um, yeah, we're having a little uh, technical issue here in the media center. Yes. Um, yes. Cause he's a good putter. Okay, great. <laughs> Simple Done. as that. There yeah. we go. I think that's the right note to end on. Although before we go, I want to talk a little bit. Now, you know, uh, Golf Digest has its annual equipment uh, ratings. They give out, out medals for all the new equipment that come out. Oh, the, yeah? the, the Callaway Rogue Irons, gold medals across the entire board. You know that I am a Rogue X kind of guy, Shaq, because I love what they've done with that particular... Uh, uh, um, line of of the new Rogue Irons. It is a yeah. a distance uh, enhancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they have the the lofts driven way uh, down. Want, Do you know they have a forty two degree pitching wedge? Person. Yeah, that was. <laughs> I love that. That's what yeah. I need. That this is my <laughs> kind of stick, so I can take my pitching wedge when I'm when I'm playing with the twenty somethings and not feel like you know. Uh-uh. You know, it's the I'm functional equivalent you, of an eight iron I, for me. I don't care about the. They give everybody a gold medal. Here's <laughs> what I know about the rogue. This is all I'm going to tell you. I'm going to leave you with this. Yes. I know two people. I'm an apex guy. Okay, so I'm not into the look of of these the game improvement irons. Or, or I think is one way to put it. Well, I know two people. I'm in. I'm in need are, of game improvement. We've played together. You know this. They about are me. more fickle than me. 
They are uh, as picky as it gets, and they both have switched to Rogue already, and they absolutely love him, and they didn't think they would. And that, to me, I don't care what the hot list panel says. <laughs> yeah, they, they love everything. <laughs> Let's talk to the real people. And let me tell you, if, if we, you knew these people and you knew that they made the switch and liked it, I, 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 I'm, I'm still astonished, frankly. I'm actually going to try and hit them now just because they've well, actually said that. But I'm an Apex guy. I, lo- I, I love the Apex. I can't hit mine. Mine are still in my box. I'm leaving them in the box until there's no more risk of snow. Uh, house... So uh, the Winter Olympics, your your guy Chang was on, uh, regular of, uh, of of the House of Carbs. Uh, did you catch some of those appearances? I've been pretty busy with the tournament, but he did some pretty cool features. So I I, I bet you're getting trying to get him back on the show again. I'm working on him. I'm working on him. Believe it, Shaq. I uh, between his experience uh, in in South Korea and his new show, Ugly Delicious, coming up on Netflix. Yeah, we're well, Dave Chang is a, an old friend of the House of Carbs, so we're always. We're going to get him and and the stuff um, about his experience. It was I was watching um, mainly on Twitter and Instagram to catch the stories because that's those are the the little doses that I that I enjoy. But the features on NBC were, were terrific. So uh, hey, yeah, right. cool. All right. Well, I look forward to uh, the next episode of House of Carbs, and uh, I thank you for indulging me for. Uh, rubbing it in on the weather here but you know when we have a great week at riviera we've had our share of, of dogs so we gotta really enjoy it when when we don't get any rain and we get a great uh, finish and and uh, four beautiful days of of golf on one of the world's best courses well look we we, we promised the good people that we'll, we're going to make some selections for this week part of the florida swing kicks off uh the honda uh classic and we'll we'll do some some name exchanging on wednesday um, because we are the Shack House, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.